Hello and welcome to the Turning Point podcast. This is your host Rika Roy. This week we talk about a season of despair for the four IPL teams that did not make the knockouts this season. Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals and Sunrisers Hyderabad. On the podcast I have four fans, four die-hard fans who've been following the teams over the last 14 seasons. they will tell us their perspective of how the season was and what are they expecting because a big auction is coming up uh, next mumbai indians of course uh, ended uh, in the 5th place with 14 points punjab um, in the 6th place with 12 points uh, rajasthan royals with 10 points and sunrisers hyderabad they are former ipl champions ending right at the bottom with 6 points. Now we start this podcast with a die-hard Mumbai Indians fan Naresh Mansukhani. Um before I go over to Naresh I must tell our listeners that the last match for Mumbai was against uh, the um the ones who have placed at the bottom of the table Sunrisers and they managed to score 235 runs. and uh, before this they have never scored as many runs in the IPL can you believe it maybe some sort of a redemption for the five time champions naresh uh, let me get you into the podcast my first question would be um how do you rate this season yeah rika first thanks thanks for having me glad to be here again overall season you can say average seven wins seven losses and you know when you when you are at that stage it's the net run rate which uh, dictates uh, your fate in the end this this team you know the success of this team has been obviously they have lifted trophy five times they have been defending champions two in a row no one has done it 2019 2020 it's the top seven uh, probably you can say the best batting lineup you see in uh, IPL you know uh, Roy Sharma Quinton de Kock Surya Ishan Pandya brothers and Pollard collectively they they didn't do well this year uh, last year in UAE they got close to 2500 runs put together but this year was just about 1700 uh, it was more to do with sky ishan uh, and the pandya brothers not clicking at the right time uh, that's that's one reason the batting order not uh, doing well compared to the previous year the second was uh, Actually at the end of phase 1 we were still placed well because we were number 4 with a positive net run rate. Yes we can say we had only 2 wins in Chennai out of 5 games but we came back with 2 wins in Delhi. The second phase of the four losses that we had the first against CSK honestly we were ahead 24 for 4 Raidu injured but then the the Gaikwad innings uh we lost only by 20 runs but what hit us was the next loss against KKR we lost where they chased in just 15.1 overs so that's that impacted our net run rate then we lost big to RCB 54 runs impacted our net run rate and the opportunity against delhi where 15th and 16th over went only for one run so we could set only 129 a 140 could have been defended there so these are the misses where a net run rate got hit so badly we moved down to number 7 and then again we had to do the catching up and the last two wins uh, ended up at fifth position so these two and uh, maybe the third one could be few choices of the playing 11 
Kunal got a longer stint in this uh, season. He wasn't doing well. He went for more than eight, just uh, five wickets in this season for him. Um, Rahul Chahar didn't click in the second phase. Uh, Bumrah Trent Bolt uh, uh, didn't take the number of wickets compared to last year. So these three areas are there. Though bowling, you can still say was quite consistent. Uh, it's the batters uh, who didn't give us enough runs on the board to for the bowlers to uh, click better. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to come to. You know, Mumbai batters traditionally like the idea of the ball coming onto the bat, and uh, this time around, we've seen the pitches in uh, in UAE were low and slow. Do you think it's the condition, the pitches that also uh, went against Mumbai this time around? Yeah, you can say that, but that's not much in our hands, you know. Uh, like Chennai, uh, five games. CSK's success has been more at Chennai, but we couldn't uh, get used to those conditions playing five games in UAE. Except for the last game, I think brilliant wicket in Abu Dhabi. That's that's the kind of T20 we want to see. Uh, but this this batting lineup, uh, you know, the experience they carry, the 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 aggression they carry. Probably they had to curb that. The the, the aggression uh, let them down because uh, conditions got better of that. So that's that's one area of learning that you need to respect the conditions because that is something which is not uh, in the hands of the team, especially when you're playing at neutral venues. Nareesh, there's a big auction auction coming up uh, now. As a Mumbai fan, what's going to be your wish list really? Well, we we still await the uh, the confirmed official uh, rules of re- uh, retaining. Probably it could be three or four. Uh, how do we, you know, look at uh, a complete man to man replacement if we don't? Obviously, we won't get the entire same team. But the core, uh, this this team believes a lot in core. Like uh, you know, on the top, Roy Sharma, Quinton de Kock, uh, Ishan has just come in since two years. He's doing well, and Surya Kumar become the batting core. Pollard is there in the middle as a finisher. Hardik Pandya, but Hardik Pandya not bowling now for two years is a huge concern uh, for a long term future. And then the core for bowling becomes uh, an overseas like a bolt. It was Malinga uh, until two years back. And then Boomra. So, how that core gets maintained or retained, and uh, the others, how the man-to-man replacement happens. If you ask me, who I would like the four to be retained uh, would be obviously Roy Sharma, the most successful captain. Uh, I'll go with uh, Surya Kumar, uh, Pollard. Whatever little bit of cricket left for him, couple of years, uh, would like him to end with Mumbai. He's been a successful. Uh, Player as well as a captain. Whenever he's got to captain, and his CPL team also he's successful. And uh, maybe uh, Ishan. If not, then uh, obviously Bumrah. Sorry, fourth would be Bumrah for me. Um, looking at the Mumbai team uh, for this season, if I were to ask you to name one hit and one flop, uh, what would who would these two players be? Uh, very tough one because you know uh, the Rika. The interesting point is that Roy Sharma uh, continues to score at 127 strike rate since past three years, and he did well for 381 runs. So Roy Sharma uh, is very consistent, uh, but his starts did not uh, end up into wins. Uh, but I would still rate Pollard because uh, uh, there are a couple of games which he really impacted, especially the win against CSK. 
but not much to uh, talk about uh, what could be a big hit for uh, mumbai because honestly this uh, rare that this kind of a batting lineup collectively failed uh, which you can call as a miss but krunal pandya has been uh, uh, a big concern um, he was he was quite expensive his uh, batting didn't click and and with the position he comes at if the top order is not scoring he had an opportunity to kind of finish the games which he couldn't so i would i would rate and obviously hardik pandya entire season uh, we didn't see the pandya we know so pandya brothers definitely have been uh, uh, a miss or a failure this season well uh, narish thank you very very much for those insights and mumbai we all know that is a very well oiled machine and perhaps the auction will uh, give them the chance to set the house in order thank you for joining me on the podcast thanks thanks you for having me really thanks. enjoyed thanks from mumbai let's go over to punjab a side that's led by kl rahul orange cap winner last season still in the orange cap race this season but hasn't quite managed to power his uh, team into the knockouts once again i'm joined by punjab's fan afzal jiwani Afzal thank you very much for joining me on the Turning Point podcast uh, well once again Punjab ending up in the mid table with 12 points they promised a lot looked like a very good team in the beginning but uh, where do you think they lacked once again i guess the team lagged in nabbing those crucial moments that turned the game around because as you can see we we were unable to finish a chase where we had to get 8 of 12 balls and then again in crucial situations we have seen that the team can do well against chennai we finished the game in 13 overs we made a mockery out of that chase and we just tormented the bowlers but again when you had to win crucial moments when you had to take momentum on your side the team was unable to do that and that cost them if though if they were able to pull that chase against rajasthan they they would have been in a very comfortable place to put their hand up for qualification on the number 4 spot but the team needs to nab those crucial moments that decide the fate of a match and that is the difference between you finishing in mid table or you making it to the top four agar aapko one reason ek reason kehna hai ki is wajah se aap qualify nahi kar paaye what would that reason be selection uh, शायद सिलेक्शन लेकिन सबसे ज्यादा मुझे लगता है कि इसके पीछे का कारण ये था कि टीम के मिडिल ऑर्डर ने टीम का साथ नहीं दिया क्योंकि हमने देखा है कि पिछले दो सालों से टीम का टॉप ऑर्डर जो है स्पेशली जो ओपनिंग कॉम्बिनेशन है वो आपके लिए आपके बल्क ऑफ द रन बना रहा था के राहुल जो एक हार्ड हिटिंग बैटर है उनको एक एंकर रोल प्ले करना पड़ा टीम के नीड्स को सूट करने के लिए तो जब आपका स्टार बैटर आपका मेन बैटर अगर ये रोल प्ले कर रहा है आपके लिए तब फिर आपके मिडिल ऑर्डर को भी थोड़ा रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी से खेलना पड़ेगा और ये देख दिखाना पड़ेगा कि वो लोग भी अपना रोल निभा सकते जो वो लोग नहीं कर पाए और टीम के पास बैकअप के लिए अच्छे प्लेयर्स नहीं थे जो शायद ऑप्शन में थोड़ा एक गलती थी कि आपके पास निकलस पूरन थे आपने उन पर बहुत भरोसा किया बहुत ज्यादा हालांकि आपके आपके पास एडन मार्क्रम भी आ गया था एंड देन यू हैड शाहरुख खान एंड यूज़ शाहरुख खान द एंड ऑफ द टूर्नामेंट आपको लगता है कि शाहरुख खान जैसे खिलाड़ी को पहले से यूज करना चाहिए था बिल्कुल जब आपने इतना पैसा खर्च किया है उनपे और आपने उनको एक फिनिशर रोल के लिए लिया है 
जो आपके पास नहीं था आपके पास मिडिल ऑर्डर में कोई भी बैटिंग ढंग से कर नहीं रहा था तो आप उनको एक लंबा रन देते आपने रवि बिश्नोई के साथ भी भाई किया आपने सिलेक्शन तो मुझे समझ में ही नहीं आई इस टीम की कि आपने इतने प्लेयर्स यूज कर लिया आप हर मैच में दो या तीन प्लेयर्स को चेंज कर रहे हो समझ में आता है कि सेकेंड हाफ में आपके कुछ प्लेयर्स नहीं आए और आपने रिप्लेसमेंट प्लेयर्स लिए बट उसके बाद भी जो आपके फर्स्ट टीम इंडियन प्लेयर्स थे आपने उन्हीं को नहीं खिलाया हमने देखा रवि बिश्नोई ने फर्स्ट हाफ में इतनी अच्छी बोलिंग की उनको सेकंड हाफ में स्टार्टिंग में बेंच पे बिठाया गया आपने सिमिलरली आपने क्रिस जॉर्डन को इतना महंगा लिया था Chris Jordan is the biggest riddle for me when it comes to Punjab as to why what happened was his quarantine not managed well he he revealed yesterday he revealed in the last match what he could be how what kind of value he could be to Punjab yes exactly and also not only just with the ball but he can also conk a few sixes here and there and he can be that person who gives you valuable runs at the end and if In case he would have been there uh, uh, against uh, in that chase against Rajasthan, I believe he would have been able to pull that off. Where mm-hmm. said batters were unable to do it. Also, I think the other big mystery for me was uh, Chris Gayle. Do you think having him in the first place was uh, a mistake by Punjab? Uh, not a mistake as such, because Gayle is someone even though he's. 40 plus but he is someone who is a, a very valuable player in T20 cricket but i feel his position wasn't utilized uh, we played him at number 3 where he is not suited to do that role he is someone who likes the ball coming out of the bat nicely and he likes right. to get going with a few shots and power play is the best position to send in chris gill because he'll either play a quick fire 30 40 run knock inside those 6 7 overs otherwise he'll get out on the second ball and then you'll have your number 3 batter coming in early on into the innings so that could have been done that the team could have played chris gill at the top with mayank and then have rahul play that anchor role from number 3 if he's doing that in the power play let someone else utilize the power play and then send rahul at number 3 and let him play that anchor role what about your captain would you like to have kl rahul back as your captain given that you know twice last year he was the orange cap winner right now the team is out he's still in the orange cap race do you as a fan do you still wish to have him as your captain exactly uh, i don't see uh, that question arising out of anywhere because he is our predominant batter he has scored bulk of the runs he no i'm not talking been... about being a as a as a batter but as a captain yeah as a captain as well we have seen his captaincy skills we have seen that how selfless he can be he is playing the role that the team wants out of him and if someone is doing that for you i don't see him being unhappy with the squad and if right now if you remember kl rahul got the captaincy after r ashwin left and he picked up picked up the reins of a team that wasn't built by him right now in the mega auction the team that the franchise will build will be around kl rahul and those players will be kl rahul's preferred players and then he'll go into the next tournament with his own set of players his own set of core players and then we'll see results on the field as well afzal jali now let me ask you uh, according to you who if if i were to ask you one hit and one flop of the tournament for punjab who would these two players be the flop is very easy the flop is nicolas pudar there's no doubt about <laughs> it because he believed yeah. in him and he, i know he struggled in india but then we all thought that the second phase would be his uh, new coming and 
he'll mm-hmm. do well but he couldn't translate his cpl performances into this tournament and uh, hit as always since the past few years the only hit in this franchise is being kl rahul scoring bulk of the runs doing the job that the team wants out of him coming in every game day in day out scoring the runs giving good starts playing the anchor role he is someone who has been the hit for this franchise in the past two years and i'm hoping that he'll be a hit in the coming years as well according to punjab fans koi captain se kanandram nahi hai they want uh, kl rahul to be back as the captain for him to uh, pick his team during the auction and perhaps also lead it next uh, next time uh, when ipl 15 happens but that may not be the case with the rajasthan fans because rajasthan ended in the 7th position with 10 points even though sanju samson scored a lot of runs he wasn't able to generate a lot of spark he wasn't able to give a direction to the team let's talk to uh, rajasthan royals fan ronak jain ronak thank you very much for joining me on this podcast turning point well we'll talk about your team rajasthan royals um it ended in the 7th position 5 wins in 14 games once again uh, rajasthan really uh, unable to step up above uh, a very mediocre performance yes uh, firstly thank you rika for having me on the show uh, and uh, as far as rajasthan royal season goes i think it was as unpredictable as london's weather uh, the team was <laughs> blowing hot blowing cold mostly blowing cold in most of the matches and they were just not consistent at all uh, if you see the couple of matches that we also won in the uae like one match against punjab was something that we didn't deserve to win because they just needed around four runs in the last over and that mm-hmm. it was punjab who messed up rather than rajasthan royals so i think yes it it was uh, a disappointing campaign especially another match that you won also you you weren't expecting to win right yes and and that was the beauty of rajasthan royals this season they could chase 190 in one match and in other games they were bowled out for less than 100 twice so mm. uh, very unpredictable uh, you wouldn't know which rajasthan royals would turn up uh in 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 any match and i think that's that's the price of that's the price we paid for the inexperience that we had in the team and uh yes uh, where does the problem really start does it start with your captain sanju samson who's uh, a great batsman but may not be uh, the kind of leader that's required to lead an ipl outfit yes completely i think sanju samson is a work in progress uh, uh he has good leadership qualities but the issue was that he didn't have anyone else to either support him or guide him on the field because the other players as well especially the indian players were inexperienced so most of the time it was on his own calls or decisions that he was making and sometimes he did get it wrong so uh, that's one of the worries i think uh, the middle order is a big worry because you have evan lewis jaiswal and samson in top form uh, the top 3 was giving us consistent starts but after that we saw collapses Uh, coming in mm-hmm. in most of the matches so i think going ahead we have to heavily invest in number 4 number 5 number 6 batsmen something which mumbai indians have uh, a very good uh, sort of capability there uh, mm-hmm. because our top order looks sort of settled but i think we we just kept on again you have livingstone in the middle order but you know given given the form that he was in in the hundreds yeah. he failed to translate that form in the ipl though he also yeah. ha- comes in with great reputation yeah so i think i think we've seen so many occasions where uh, a lot of international players were performed really well in competitions like big bash and the cpl 
when they come to IPL, I think either it's the pressure I think that gets to them uh, playing on such occasions, uh, playing in front of you know large crowds when that used to happen. And I think Liam Livingstone was one such example where we all thought you know he could replicate his form of the hundred and. Uh, even in the international uh, tournament against australia but he he just flattered to deceive and he was one of the biggest uh, uh, failures of the season for us along with chris morris who uh, i believe we spent a lot of money on him but in terms of the return we we got barely anything out of him as well so mm-hmm. those two were a key concern for us and i think going ahead we should look at spending our money wisely on a lot of players rather than focusing on one or two big players and uh, spending most of our purses there but that's how rajasthan's uh, auction dynamics work i believe they yeah. they like to splurge on certain players they go for those strategic buys perhaps this time around their auction strategies also need to change what do you think is a fan i agree i think when you see the history of rajasthan royals uh, they were re- successful during the 2000 to 2013 2015 phase when we had a lot of uh, average buy players in terms of not very expensive but really utility buys it's only in the last three seasons where we have seen Ben Stokes and Jaydev Unnatkar and Chris Morris go for extremely mm-hmm. extremely high prices and I think we've seen the results in the last years as well that uh, you can purchase the most expensive player in the world but uh, that will not lead to performance in the IPL so I think uh, we should go back to the money ball approach that we were having the initial season and get as many utility players uh, may, they may, might not be expensive but at least they should get the work done rather than spending on two or three top players who then can either be out of form or get injured or something happens and then your entire tournament gets derailed so butler didn't turn up for the second half of the tournament you had evan lewis as the replacement and uh, the other man uh, perhaps who didn't turn up and whom you guys missed the most was ben stokes Yes, I would say that Butler was something more valuable to the team than Ben Stokes because we've seen that uh, uh, Ben Stokes' performance for Rajasthan Royal as such has not been great. He's just had a one century against Mumbai Indians, and besides that, he's not done particularly well. I think the one player that we missed more than Josh Butler was Jofra Archer because mm-hmm. uh, he literally carried a bowling attack over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, and, that's uh, actually what I was wanting to ask you. Yeah. That one of the key absent. Absentees was a pace spearhead, isn't it? So yes, yes. you had uh, you know occasional performances from uh, Kartik Tyagi, Chetan Sakaria, yeah. Mustafizur Rahman, but but that, that consistent pace spearhead. Yes. So as you mentioned, you can have a jo- replacement for Josh Butler in Evan Lewis or any other attacking batsman, but getting a replacement for Jofra Archer who bowls at that pace and is such a wicket-taking bowler was something that we really really didn't have. Uh, Chris Morris was. Perceived to be that, but he he again flattered to deceive. And I think Jofra Archer was a big miss. And I think going ahead, if I have to pick one person that I would retain before Sanju Sanju Samson before Josh Butler, I think it would be Jofra Archer because a fast bowler bowling at 145 plus who also bats well is actually a very rare commodity in IPL. And mm-hmm. if he stays injury free and if he's available for the entire season, I think he's irreplaceable for the Rajasthan side. We of course don't know what the retention rules are going to be, but um, you know, as a fan, if you want to retain one Indian talent, who would that be? Uh, looking at the current team, I think besides Sandhu Samson, there is no uh, possible other option. Primarily because he's he's done well with the bat this season. Uh, a lot of times he's had inconsistent season, but this time he was 
shouldering the responsibility of the lead batsman and he did considerably well and there is also a chance that we might not have to buy a skipper in the next option we can have mm-hmm. sanju sanson retain and maybe have a couple of more experienced indian guys who can maybe support and guide him so there's one person that i would want to retain would be sanju sanson from the indian point of view what about yashaswi jaiswal he also has had a good ipl in fact 14 games 484 runs yeah, so he's he's done good he uh, we saw we've seen the attacking side of him in this uh, Uh, in this season of the IPL but uh, considering that we we will have a lot of these young players in the option coming in uh, aruturaj right guy quad might not be retained uh, maybe kkr will not retain a venkatesh ayer or or anitesh rana or rahul tripathi so we have like to like replacements that we can maybe pursue uh, in the options but yes i think jaiswal kudos to him that you know at a such at such a young age he's he's done really well uh, uh, for the team and uh, with samson he's been one of the more consistent batsmen this season and finally let's talk about the team that uh, became champions not once but twice of uh, the first time when they became the champions in 2009 they were called the deccan chargers then again in 2016 they became champions as sunrisers hyderabad however they finished at the bottom of the table with only 3 wins from 14 games um last year they made the playoffs so for them it's been the biggest drop i'm joined by their fan uh, deepthi sarikonda to talk about the team and her expectations for the coming season Dipti thank you very much for joining me on the podcast turning point uh, well we are going to talk about sunrisers hyderabad with you because you are one of the biggest fans of the team that i have seen over the last few seasons um last year they were in the playoffs this year they finished in the last spot biggest fall um would you say that's the most disappointing thing from where to where they have come traveled absolutely rika it is very disappointing uh, to see the team perform the way they did but then uh, coming to the latter part there have been very few but there have been positive so we're trying to concentrate on them and apart from that uh, even the way uh, what all the what all has happened with david warner has also kind of made the fans uh, very sad which is which is very disheartening to see so overall uh, on field and off field this has been a disastrous uh, season for us and we are just looking to forget this uh, entire 2021 league and just taking those very few positives that we found which which being umran malik as uh, a uh, performance the fine that we got so we're just looking forward for it and uh, looking to take it forward but the remaining rest all uh, hurt us we're looking to forget it and hope that some good turns out from uh, in the coming seasons and we you know buckle up and uh, do some good work next season there's a big auction coming up uh, around the corner you mentioned about david warner as a fan Would you like to see him back in the Sunrisers team? Absolutely. I think that is where he belongs. He is uh, what you know some legends like you can say what uh, Sachin is to uh, MI Dhoni is to CSK Virat is to RCB that's how uh, Warner is to us. So we can't imagine him playing for some other team so that would be a very uh, disheartening thing for us. Uh, so expecting him to be in the team but 
um logically and tactically i don't see that happening so which is very again very disappointing for us what about captain uh, williamson if I, i honestly if i think if there is only one foreign uh, foreign player overseas player allowed i i think they'd go with rashid khan but if in case they are to allowed i think they might uh, retain uh, uh, kane williamson uh, and rashid khan as overseas players so that is my take on it but uh, I, but i would suggest that for them to look for indian captains because um, any of like there is always this advantage of having an indian captain uh, because overseas there are only four spots and it is very tricky it gets very tricky warner and kane have been two very you know uh, rare captains who have been successful i'd say successful so um, it it would be better if we have some indian captain uh like starting afresh but uh, if two overseas players are uh, allowed i think it will be kane and rashid nitty you know in your team is one of those rare teams that has several captaincy materials and you know if i look at your foreign roster there are as many as three people who are capable of captaining the side and that the third in- includes uh I mean actually four I can't leave Rashid Khan out and the man I was actually talking about is Jason Holder. So yeah. what about him um he lit up the tournament he did he gave some memorable performances in the middle this time around what about him are you not looking forward to having him back it is not just three or four if you look at SRH it's it's a team of captains priyam garg is there and then even nabi so all of these players are like uh, who have captained in some or other form so it's a team of captains uh, maybe that somehow uh, you know lord of minds you know uh, spoil this so i think that somehow might have affected because there's too many people with too many tactics if considered so it could spoil the game but jason holder has uh, been a great replacement i'd say uh he he used to uh, play for srh back then but then after he came back he was really good with both bat and ball La- previous season in absence of bubi i think uh, he stepped up very well because bubi being the se- senior uh, baller for srh squad uh, he filled in his shoes and he helped uh, uh, young players like natranjan and sandeep sharma in previous season and even this season he has been very great with uh, bat and ball and bat the season specifically so he is one of the overseas player that has clicked um, alongside uh, jason roy this season so i think both the jasons did a good job uh, considerably good job this season for us so that's a positive uh, but then it's mega auction and there's only very little that we can do or if if you ask any one of our fans we like the team the way it is there's just some middle concerns which need to be addressed but uh, i hope but that can't happen right now so we are happy that he was part he was with us and uh, we could see him play and do well for our team david warner when he was in form he gave you splendid starts and uh, we also did see that jason roy had the potential of taking you to where david warner took you perhaps uh, but as a fan would you say that when finally the team realized that he's capable of the goods that was too little too late there was uh, he should have been brought in a little earlier in the tournament uh 
Jason Roy was good, but it's not that he has been consistently good. There have been mm-hmm. uh, games where he didn't perform as well. So if you compare him with David Warner, David Warner has performed like more times than not. which is not the case which is like he has a tremendous ipl record so i don't think uh, in general david warner is like the ipl legend he is like the greatest ipl player uh, in my terms so we can't compare oh. him with um, uh, any other player but jason roy has been good and he tried to uh, uh, fill the shoes of david warner which he has mm. done for a couple of matches so i uh, i think so so it has it's it's it has been on and off it's not that he has been he has consistently performed and uh, for jason roy to perform the players around him have to be good as well so there was saha's contribution there was abhishek's contribution in the mm-hmm. in the last game so i think it has been uh, a, a kind of you know he he has got help, gotten help from the other end and uh, so i don't regret him coming in late or something uh, in fact if you ask me i feel like a david warner was on fire he should have been given uh, a one or game uh, one or uh, more games in the end to at least you know show that he is still he has still got it but um, unfortunate things happen so yeah that is there it was really sad to see in the end uh, sitting uh, in the end to see him sitting in the dugout and and waving the sunrisers flag apparently for some of the few, some of the matches he didn't even make it to the stadium diti um you know while we are talking about the legends let's also talk about the youngsters would you say the best find of the or the finds of the season are umran malik and abhishek sharma um Umran Malik has been the find of the season Abhishek Sharma has been with us so it is uh, uh, when it comes to Abhishek Sharma I am I am glad that he has got the opportunity and finally is showing his worth to the team he he is a very great player with a, with a, uh, with exceptional talent and uh, for him to come up and step up in the opening position and with the ball as well he has performed in few games so it's good to see abhishek sharma at umran malik has been the single most positive thing for us for this season i think uh, seeing him ball the way he did usually when when players uh, when the a games going on the concentration will be on the batsman and what shots is he taking but when umran was bowling i guess all the commentators everyone was the was just glued to his bowling action his speed and everything all every one of them were looking at the you know speed of his balls and everything so that shows the the fine that he is just not just for uh, srh but for india even virat kohli the skipper he he mentioned that uh, like uh, we have to uh, nurture this talent and all those things so it, it's a very good fine and uh, Uh, I am. I always believe that SRH is one team that uh, uh, finds great ba- uh, uh, players, youngsters especially. So he may be Mohammad Siraj, who is not with us right now, but he. I. I. I would like to take this and uh, brag that he has been the find of SRH. Well, that's right. Over the years, Hyderabad is a franchise that has managed to unearth several talents. Uh, has uh, thrown up several surprises, like Tina Trajan last season, who went on to uh, play for India. There have been surprises all through the season, from performers to uh, surprise selections to the biggest surprise of all: Mumbai Indians, five-time champions, not making the knockouts. Well, that's all we could uh, pack into this edition of the Turning Point podcast. Do mail me, Anrika at ndtv. dot com, 
with all your questions and suggestions. Thanks for listening.